Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Today I'm going to be talking about the protest that I went to recently in support of Black Lives Matter. So, on Saturday I decided to go to the peaceful protest at Parliament Square. Um, Previously there were two other protests that unfortunately I didn't get to attend because of just education really they gave me so many fucking assignments to do in so little time and they gave me exams which I knew I was gonna do dirty on but do you know what we move we move so I was like I have to go to the Saturday protest because I can't just sit around and do nothing literally so anyways on Saturday, um, me and a few friends of mine decided to go to this protest. We met up in Streatham because majority of us live near there. And one of my friends travelled from Brighton to go to this one. So we wanted her to experience ends again because she hadn't seen ends in a while. So anyways, um, we got the bus to Parliament Square and it was a madness. We went there and we heard so much music. Like when we got there, it was pretty early. Like it was the start of the protest, so it was around like two PM and they were just banging drums for an hour and it was literally so lit that oh my gosh, the ambience was amazing. The vibe, it was perfection. Like the whole day, it literally the whole energy of the whole day gave off black pride energy. It was positive energy. I loved it. And anywhere on the media where you say, oh, it was violence, it was bad energy, it was awful. Literally, uh, it's a bunch of lies. It's literally a bunch of bull because there was no negativity on that day. You, if you say shouting is negativity, I disagree because... You're, they're shouting to get like the point across to a crowd of thousands. I don't think whispering is going to do the job, really. So anyways, we move from that. We spent an hour like just standing like in Parliament Square, listening to the music, appreciating it. People were coming and taking photos of us with our signs and just us in general because we were like in the epicenter of the protest and that's when like one of my friends well it was all of us but like a lot of us were got we got photographed at like a bad angle where you couldn't really see us we just got photographed and then put on like bbc news for an hour which was a bit of a madness like we felt like we were part of the movement, part of history, part of a little, little, little thing. And we were just, it was a madness. It was actually mad. But anyways, we move. It wasn't crowded at this point. Like, we felt like we had space. But, like, after an hour, it just got, like, a lot of people were coming. And we were, like, literally close to the centre, near the front, whatever. I can't really explain it but just like at one point there were so many people in front of us and we were confused because there was literally nobody in front of us before and we 
were like listening to music and then the music kind of just stopped and a woman with the with a microphone started speaking to us and talking about just how racism really impacts the UK so she spoke about how there's racism in the education system in housing in the schools that we go to the the content that we learn to the media of oh, the media that's that's the one that's the worst and literally racism and everything she talked about the revolution the rebellion and just how things need to change and how we need to get justice and like the whole like police brutality thing and the different people that had died like she mentioned Breonna Taylor and George Floyd but she also mentioned how this protest and every protest that hasn't been that has been happening sorry isn't about George Floyd like yes he died we will remember it we will we will literally like give our moment of silence for it but it's a kind of reminder that this has always been happening in this country this has been happening in America this isn't the first we need to remember others and like she was mentioning Mark Duggan and Stephen Lawrence because there's so many people there's so many people black people that have died in this country in the hands of racism and they haven't got justice for it and we're not gonna stop until they are given justice so we listened them to them speaking for an hour and it was just empowering we gave our like our black power signs and showed our like I can't speak English I'm so sorry like I've had like this podcast for so long and I'm still struggling stuttering but you know what we move we held our slogans our posters our banners whatever because I can't remember the word for it and we just made noise and said what we needed to say and cheered shanted shouted yelled we wanted to get our point across and show our emotion towards this and how we were willing to do anything and everything to give black people the justice that they deserved in this country at one point even though they kept on saying like keep your two meter distance like we made okay this day we made sure to have like masks on we weren't gonna act reckless saying this if you know me and you're listening to this you actually know I'm reckless so you know I have my errors but do you know what we move anyways we were protected we were doing everything they were telling us to keep our two meter distance but people had been pushing past us there was no such thing as two meter distance I'm not saying it was like a mosh pit it kind of felt like a mosh pit but like we weren't like on top of each other crowded like we still had our like little bit of space but there was no such thing as a two meter distance at most there was one meter distance until like a crowd came and took that away from me but you know what we move we actually move anyways we knelt for George Floyd for like a minute and me and my silly legs they go funny when I just like kneel or or if I'm on my knees so whilst we're kneeling me and my friend were like struggling like almost holding on to each other for balance and we were literally in pain but we were like 
listen, we can't be, we can't be complaining. We can't be like, oh, I can barely do it. Because at the end of the day, George Floyd had a police officer on his body and he was like begging for his life. Me struggling to be on my knees is like an insignificant issue compared to that. Like I literally, if like this little silly pain, whatever, is for everyone, every single person on this planet who died due to like police brutality like I'm doing it for them out of respect for them and literally they deserve their moment of silence peace and appreciation and they deserve justice as well anyways like I think after that we started moving like the crowd started moving slowly into like a whole march and a whole protest and during all of this when they were doing speeches as well we could hear like thousands of people in the distance chanting like different stuff like no justice no peace black lives matter um no justice no peace no no silence for p police i can't remember what it was but like something to do with police no racist police sorry that's it that's it like we did it so many times to the point where when i was going to sleep at night of of course not during the protest because that's awful i could literally hear people shouting in my head like i could hear black lives matter like as i closed my my eyes at night so that was madness and it just felt mad because we were just in this crowd that felt like 50 or 100 people but really it was thousands and we could see helicopters in the sky and that was kind of scary because at the same time our signal was being cut out like my friends could receive snapchat messages but there was suddenly no service and then they wouldn't be able to send any it was just like well, that's a bit funky. That's a bit dodgy because it's like, say if something awful happened to us there, we wouldn't be able to tell anyone. Like, we wouldn't be able to say anything because the the signal is gone. It was just very dodgy. And that that was scary for me. That was very scary. And anyways we got into like the roads and we're climbing over a wall to go into like a whole march and we started shouting and chanting and we'd see people on top of bus stops holding like big slogans and banners and we'd see people with their signs and my friend would run away from us in order to take photos of people and their si- their signs and we were so worried for her because we thought that she was get- gonna get lost but she kept on saying I'm not gonna get lost I'm not gonna get lost and I was just like sis you better not because you can't <laughs> come crying to me if you're lost anyways we were literally marching for two hours we would hear people shout like different things and we'd join in and I remember there was people shouting like Boris is a pussyhole and we'd join in or like 
Boris Johnson suck your mum, we would join into that. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, I'd never seen, like, everyone in such unity and had such positive energy. Like, I remember I would, like, off topic, sometimes I'd be on the street and people would annoy me and just do little things. But on that day, yesterday, I just... There was no annoyance. There was no nothing. Like, there was no attack of personal space. There was no problem at all. Everything was good vibes because everyone came together and was supporting one another and was trying to seek out justice and better treatment for black people. So that was amazing. And we literally were doing it for two hours just seeing people united and together like made me so happy and you see like children that kind of scared me because I remember I saw children with masks but they had like their masks off and I was like please can you like put that back on because I'm scared for you and just like you see families bus drivers beeping in support car drivers beeping in support like everyone was supportive of the cause and wanted to celebrate black people and that was beautiful and you had different signs saying different meaningful messages as well as um like people celebrating like black pride as well because when we say like black lives matter we literally mean all black lives matter like no matter what shade of black you are, no matter what you identify as, whatever your sexuality is, your age, whatever, like, you're all, you all matter and you all deserve to be celebrated and given better rights and justice and deserve to be noticed. And that's on that, that's on period. So anyways... We just saw different people in the march and just... When we saw people, like, on top of the bus stops as well and, like, on traffic lights, it was crazy. Like, it was amazing. Uh, Just, it was so crazy. And we ended up walking to Victoria Station. But that's when, like, we needed to pause and go toilet and, like, eat and have our break. And during that time, like, that's when we kind of realised that we were um, photographed and put on the news and we were, like, messaging people. Um, our group, my friend... So, like, my, my the group consisted of, like, my friend Nathan, my friend Lillian, my friend Sam and their friend Luke. And um, Sam needed to speak to his sister and reunite with his sister and their friends, as well as, like, Lillian reuniting with her friends so like we were trying to like get everyone together because people were part and some people were messaging each other like oh I want to join like can I join you guys like how long are you going to be marching for and it's just like it's not a social why is my hand shaking oh my gosh it's not like a social motive like if you wanted to go to this you could have gone on your ones or like you could have gone with like a family member like you don't need to see a group of people and be like oh now I want to join the Black Lives Matter protest I didn't really want to go as much before but now that I see my friends 
oh, now I want to go. Like, it shouldn't be a trend or a social motive. Shouldn't. So anyways, back to the main topic. Um, We ate lunch and that's when the road started clearing up and cars were able to be driven down those roads. But the problem was we didn't know where to go, like, direction-wise. And I think we had a flashback to the woman in charge of the protest who was telling us that um, we were going to go to, like, the US embassy or the home office. So we decided to go towards Vauxhall. And that was interesting. Like, we walked past people that were kneeling in the street and, like, doing speeches. It was crazy. I'd never walked so much in my life. Like, we ended up walking a whole 11 kilometres And I don't remember doing that ever. And I don't remember. (laughs) I'm I'm survived like I survived that. Because my my body was aching by the end of the day. But it was just crazy. So we got to Vauxhall and there were so many people. So much noise. People were beeping in support. It was like a whole load of like people crowded together. And probably thinking like it's a pandemic or whatever. Everyone had like protection. It was all good. Also, what was nice is seeing, like, the amount of young people. Like, the people on top of the bus stops were young people. And it's great to see that they're fighting for the next generations as well as ourselves. And to see, like, a variation of people as well. Because a lot of people have this image that is just, like, black people fighting and protesting for their lives. But really and truly, it's just like every, if you really think about it, it's just everyone is an ally and everyone's coming together to protest for Black Lives Matter. And anyways, we stayed at Vauxhall for a while. Like even before this, our group started getting divided and we got scared that like people were going missing. But we ended up like getting united together in Vauxhall we stayed there for a bit like there was a group of people when I describe this war to people in Vauxhall they don't understand but I feel like in Vauxhall there's like the big station then there's like the bridge and where the bridge is between there there was like a wall and then staircase going down into the underground and people were standing on that wall and I was terrified for their lives because I thought that they were gonna fall backwards down the stairs because some people like me have bad balance so I was really genuinely like concerned but that didn't happen so it was Gucci and we just listened to them protest and talk for a while it was really nice just seeing a lot of young people like protesting for their lives I think we got restless because we had been doing this for like three or four hours now so we low-key wanted to go home but at the same time we knew we couldn't so we just walked back to parliament square so we were on the Thames people started going missing again like it was a bit crazy but we got back together in the end and we rested at this 
I can't even give you directions. Oh my days. Okay, wait, I can. If okay, if this is sorry, I'm going a bit crazy. Like ages ago I had like this clubbing motive where like the the day just went haywire and we ended up getting on the the right bus but in the wrong direction so Cassandra Ramona and Tammy if you're listening to this we were basically we basically got to the part where we got off the the bus and it looked scary and it was like Jack the Ripper kind of vibes no everyone else won't understand that context but I'm just gonna give them that context that's where we were like around and we sat down and just rested because we'd been walking for a long time and we were just talking Lillian was taking photos of people's signs like we saw a lot of good signs and it was just good vibes people would go past us and they'd be playing music people would raise their fists and do the black power sign people would say hello hi like people really did come together during the protest like I've been to pride once and it gave me pride and energy except I still got like that overcrowded feeling in pride and um there were dodgy uncles in pride as well and piss on the street I didn't experience that at the protest and highly glad that I didn't get to experience piss on the street but anyways there was a lot of there was a high intensity smell of ganja though when we were in parliament square yeah so we sat down for a bit and we're just like talking about it and just relaxing sam kept on singing rain on me which then caused rain later on in the day so if you are at the protest protest and you want to blame someone (laughs) for the rain (laughs) blame sam i'm only joking i don't mean bad vibes and energy but anyways um then i saw my friend ade from sixth form and it was just it's just crazy like going outside and seeing loads of people because i during quarantine i just stayed at home like i didn't go out to the shops i barely went on walks i just stayed at home and just to see someone from sixth form who I hadn't seen in literally a year it was amazing and then I saw um like just seeing like my friends as well was amazing as well because I hadn't seen them in months but also like a year because of uni like it was really crazy like it was actually just madness just like seeing people that you hadn't seen in ages but like after a while, oh sorry, sorry about my voice. After a while, we got up and we walked towards Parliament Square again, where we saw Sam's sister and her friends because we had left them at Vauxhall. And then um, the ground at Parliament Square was just very yellow and dehydrated, and we just sat down there, and it felt like we had just gone to a festival, like sitting down at wireless or lovebox or reading whatever and we were just talking and the sky was the sky was gray and throughout the day it was like spitting with rain but like 
I was hoping that it wouldn't rain again. But they were talking about rain and it defo rained. And I blame Sam because he was singing Rain On Me just before it rained. So anyways, um, it was light rain and then it just turned into heavy rain. And we got scared and heard thunder and we saw lightning. And it was just a demonic experience and we ran under the tree thinking oh it will protect me from the rain it didn't instead we really just endangered ourselves and someone was shouting at us for running under a tree when lightning will hit it first and then we decided to like run and get the tube but they had closed off the tube stations because of well a pandemic so anyways we just stood in the underground like trying to figure out what we were going to do how we were going to get home it was really scary to think about because we just didn't know how to get home from here and we were not having a good service literally so um we decided to walk down this road and I got good vibes from this road but turns out it wasn't good vibes because we saw like a group of people here like a big massive group of protesters and we just thought like oh we'd walk down here and we'd end up going getting home turns out there was smoke and the smoke didn't smell like weed or it didn't smell like cigarettes or it didn't smell like a fire one of my friends said it was fireworks personally based on context I wouldn't be surprised if it was like tear gas smoke I also don't know what that smells like the smoke didn't smell good it felt toxic and then we saw this huge group of people turn around and start running and I heard noise and I was like what the hell and it felt like an apocalypse because it was heavy rain seeing hundreds of black people running towards you it felt like I had watched no not even watched it felt like I was in a civil rights film it felt like I was in Selma with a bit of an apocalypse with a bit of world war z with a bit of us and get out mixed in between it was scary we turned around we started running um one of our friends had a bike and started cycling away from us and that was the end of him not like he died or anything god forbid but like we just didn't see him for the rest of the day and he phoned like lily and said like he was okay he was good he was safe but just like that was the last of him there I'm not good with speaking or using words it just feels like no it's just this is madness but when we were running I did us was thinking that I would fall and into a puddle because that would be karma because I previously one of my friends fell into a puddle and I laughed at her so I wouldn't be surprised if it happened to me um (laughs) I thought I was literally going to fall into a puddle and get trampled on. I was behind everyone else and, like, my eyesight's pretty bad. So I was just trying to, like, look at one of my friends and see where he was and run towards him. 
I could not keep up with them because I was literally like the furthest behind and just oh it felt like sports day but worse because you're getting chased by like a crowd as well as like I thought police were chasing this crowd we were literally purely running away for safety because we didn't know like I literally was thinking it was like the police going haywire and just coming to like attack anyone they could because context like no not uh, I even explain that in a bit but like we were just running terrified adrenaline rush it was like fight or flight we got to parliament square again we just stood there we were like what is happening someone ran by me and said like it was the horses because the police had horses like we could see horses throughout the day but I saw like between like two and five horses throughout the day I saw a lot of horse dung but like I didn't see like an army of 60 horses so anyways I was a bit confused and then um I later see on social media I see two different videos I see a video of like a horse going crazy and then like the um the person the policeman riding it like collide with a light post or whatever and just like fall off and then I saw like one where someone threw a bike at a horse I don't know but like the horses were going berserk and we were kind of confused because like the whole day it was peaceful we were calm collected we literally did nothing wrong and these policemen had horses and throughout the day I would see police and like it was literally white policemen I never I think I saw, like, two black policemen. But anyways, I would see police. And they would be calm. They would be, like, giving directions. Or they would be like, oh, sorry, you can't, like, go to there because it's closed. Or, like, they weren't being awful. I'm not defending them or anything. But just, like, in the morning... Not morning. In, like, the early afternoon, early hours of the day, they were just not acting up so anyways we just stood in parliament square we were in shock because of what happened we were trying to collect ourselves we were kind of concerned because we had lost one member of the party we were literally we were in shock we felt like we were literally in a history film and just one of my friends was like he was running but when he was running he was like scared for his life but also he was like kind of shocked and like getting excited and like the adrenaline rush and like there'll be moments when we see more people running in like groups of a hundred again it was just like terrifying but it was just a big adrenaline rush like it was exciting like I could when will I ever get like chased by horses a big crowd and the police again when will that ever happen oh it was just crazy like you just you just felt like you were in a movie you felt like you were in the history books you felt like you were in the movement you felt like you were in the rebellion revolution and you can be like yeah that was me I survived that I'm surprised I survived because I thought I was going to die (laughs) sorry it was just crazy and then like we saw like all these policemen with like batons and they were ready to just attack people and like all these protesters came towards them and were protesting and stuff and we were like what's going on and they were in the direction 
that we had come from like going towards Vauxhall so we couldn't walk there because of the big group of protesters and the police blocking it basically and we just like went closer to just watch and see what was going on but then we kind of just came together and figured out like oh we need to like head home we need to go to Victoria station and we kind of made a plan of what we were gonna do like how we were gonna get home what was mad was like we went back we were still in parliament square but like there was the trees area that I spoke about before and we went like under the trees and this guy was like playing music and <laughs> he was like performing and it was really good vibes and energy <laughs> and like Sam was like oh maybe we can maybe I should ask him if he can play Doja Cat we were like this is not the time and like oh there were just like good moments of like people coming together throughout the day and just I miss I feel like literally yesterday was one of the best days of 2020 I would relive that day if I could I really would and it was just madness we walked to Victoria station like we would get we were still kind of shocked by like getting chased so every few minutes we would turn around and like get scared because we thought the police were behind us or like a crowd of like hundreds of people were running but we were honestly safe and then we would see people walking and we would my friend would like ask if she could take photos of his banners and we um what's it called (sighs) i'm so overwhelmed just trying to remember yeah like we were just walking home and just talking about like everything that had happened throughout the day and we were just tired and we got to victoria station and we all kind of departed so like my friend lillian went to back to brighton then like me and my friend nathan were like let's go stretch hill way and then like the other two wanted to go straight on common way, so we all like divided on like three different trains. And when we got on our train, why were these women coming at me? Because I pressed the button to open the door to the train and then it didn't close automatically. Like I'm so sorry that I haven't been on a train since March and that I forget that the doors don't close automatically sorry sorry like oh are you rude and like me and Nathan were just laughing about it and then like we ended up going home by the train and getting home safely like you guys it was literally the best day of my life like everyone coming together and just fighting for our rights like wow it was just amazing it just felt good to like be with a group of people where everyone was on the same page everyone was like trying their hardest and doing whatever they could for black people and it was just amazing because when 
I was speaking to my friend about this. When you're at home and you're like signing all the petitions and you're posting on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat about it, it doesn't feel like you're, even though you're doing something, sometimes it just feels like draining seeing everything, but it feels like you're doing nothing at the same time. Like, it just doesn't feel like it's enough. And it's just crazy. And, like, being at the protest, it felt like I was actively doing something. And when I met, when I missed the Sunday protest and the Wednesday protest, I felt muggy. I felt silly. I was just like, I just felt stupid being at home and doing nothing. Especially because, like, one of the days I should have been doing work. I'm lying, it wasn't one of the days, it was probably two of the days, two of the days I probably should have been doing work, but instead I was doing nothing, just, it felt silly, it felt stupid, and just being at the protest just felt amazing. I wanted to go to the one today, if you're listening, Sunday of course, but um, my body was literally hurting when I got home and like my legs still hurts really badly why is my sorry I just like it was just crazy and I would relive that day a thousand times if I could there's zero regrets it was just madness and I'm glad I went I'm so glad I think this is the end of the podcast now um just to tell you please sign the petitions there's so many that you can sign there's ones asking about like um what is it like racism to do with housing like try and kind of stop it racism with education try and like stop it um like laws in america as well as um having more black history in the curriculum also I started an Instagram page oh this is going to be embarrassing because do I even know the name of it do I because I get confused because I give myself like two different names yeah so I started this Instagram page called Emily's Her Story a full stop in the middle there's no underscore whatever and on it I wanted to talk about like different facts about history but you know what I decided I'm just gonna um talk about black history on it because if you know me you've known that I've just been passionate about it for a long time like a few years ago I would be watching these like films that have black history in it and I would be reading articles and books about it and I loved learning about it, but I also felt stupid afterwards because it was like, if I, I could probably go to people and tell them like this stuff, but they would probably already know it. And it was just annoying because I felt stupid because I only had just learned it then. Like you guys, you don't understand in primary school, they barely taught us about slavery and black history. All I knew about was Bob Marley and that was about it I knew Martin Luther King existed but I didn't know much about him we knew briefly about um 
Nelson Mandela. But we just didn't know the details. And I'd, like, unless I read my little graphic novels about it that they had in the book corner, I didn't really know much. And I felt dumb and I had to educate myself. But it wasn't fair on me. Why should I have to educate myself about black history? Why can't the schools do it? And then you're thinking, oh, but there's Black History Month. That month is a scam because we're only learning about it in for a week. And in that week, we'll have like one or two lessons about it. That's not really fair, is it? Is it? And then, <laughs> sorry. And then I wrote my whole like EPQ about why Black History should be part of the national curriculum. And... There was just so much that I learned. Like, there's so much. But even then, I still felt stupid because I knew that, like, I hadn't fully gone deep into it. Like, I was just, like, pencil deep. There was still more that needed to be taught. And just, I would go to lectures about it for my EPQ and read books and watch documentaries and stuff. And I'd learned so much stuff, but... It was annoying because this is what you have to do in your own time. This is not something that's taught to you. And, like, Britain is supposed to be a country where it's supposed to be representative of, like, everyone in the population. It shouldn't be, like, books written by white people and then... Um, history about white people it should be more than that but they don't want to teach that because they know that if they're taught if they teach black history Britain is going to be exposed for being a racist coloniser and you need to be exposed because at the end of the day it's the truth this country is a racist coloniser like, we can't be under the spell that this country is perfect, because it's not. This country is literally a mess, built by race, built by inequality and racism, because at the end of the day, black people have done, like, a big role in this country, and so has, like, other minority groups as well. Like, we've all done stuff to make this country be as big as it can be. That's really funny because the country's really small as well. <laughs> Anyways, um, like we've done so much and we make it the country that is. So if you kick us out, we're going to take what's ours and then the country's just going to be rubble. And it's just crazy. And a lot of people are talking about um, like the slavery reparations. And I just, it was kind of like, I say richery a lot. So don't be like, weirded about by the word but like it's witchery to me because I had a lecture about it and I was not gonna watch the lecturer because lecturer lecture because I'm a lazy git but I also it was a bit dodgy because um like term had finished and we were like on lockdown and I just didn't want to do any of the work and watch any of the lectures and I just felt that it was rather rude that the lectures kind of just stopped 
when we were learning about black history. So I know like the majority of my of that course was like and my elective was like white. So they didn't know about they're probably not gonna bother to watch the videos and learn about it. And they probably didn't choose the exam question the essay question I mean about like black history because they probably felt uncomfortable by it as well as like not having enough knowledge because we weren't taught it because of lockdown but we had the materials but also they wanted to be lazy about it shade 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 basically so I just found it rude that like we we weren't taught that lecture in person but then I watched the lecture and I loved it I literally loved it because I learned so much and like he was talking about like this economic thing and like I don't like economics and that's kind of funny because I like maths and like history and all of that but anyways he was talking about like the slavery reparations and like the big load and then he started showing pictures of like people such as David Cameron who are still getting benefited from like the slavery reparations and it's horrible because how is the UK like giving so much money to people because they feel bad that they released those slaves but what did the slaves get because you really took away their culture basically because you dragged them away from their homes made them work for free and punished them and just did so much to them took away their rights took away their names took away everything that they had possible and then just their children had to live through that their grandchildren just the whole ancestry line and like when they're being freed or like the end of slavery whatever you're just like there you're free but they still have to work for them but just for money and the money's not even going to be that much it's probably going to be like less than minimum wage it's probably going to be like 10p per hour and that's not fair it's literally awful it's disgusting it's degrading and then they're still going to have to like live in the racist country and it's just awful they're just gonna remember their history that they had and it's disgusting they can't go back to like the main country that they're from because the people that it's just very difficult it's just awful and sometimes I feel like a lot of people do this whether it's like black people or just other minorities who their country was colonized I feel like sometimes we think about what our lives could have been like if like slavery or colonization didn't happen because it's just mad that like our religion or like the language that we speak is really based on white people entering your country and taking away your rights and saying I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I own you, like, like, it's crazy, and it's disgusting, degrading, but it's life, yeah, so, that's the end of this podcast, I hope you enjoyed it, I'm sorry that it's 47 
minutes long or 48 but you know what we move and I really hope you enjoyed it bye